Hello, the internet. Welcome to Hack the Dino. It's a thing that we do. You should know that by now, unless it's the first time you've watched, in which case, it's a thing that we do. My name is Ben Rosenthal. I'm one of your co-hosts of this fortnightly pop culture podcast. Uh, this is episode 31. We're just over the year hump uh, of, Pod the Car- of Pod the Cast. Welcome to Pod <laughs> the Cast. I'm changing the name. Uh, Dan, welcome to Pod the Cast. What do you want to hack about? I'm going to hack about myself. Yep. Um, I'm great. Yep. And thank you for letting me be on the show for 31 times. <laughs> well, technically you've missed one or two, but I won't hold that against you. Te- technically that On air. Um, but yeah, well, we're here today at my shop. Yep. How's it and going? How's, how's the shop going? It's going beautiful. It's going Christmas long. time. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Christmas. So we have our traditional uh, Christmas Naruto in the background there uh, that you can see over on our live feed over on the Instagram page and on our Facebook page. That's just Hack the Dino. Uh, if you're listening to this on your podcast listening apparatus of choice, uh, please review us and give us five stars like some people did. They were very nice and you can be very nice too. It's official. You get a certificate. Anyway, we've got a lot coming up on the show. Uh, we're going to talk about the Game Awards. Uh, we're going to talk about artists being credited before writers in comics. And Kojima Watch. But first, as we do each and every uh, episode of Hack the Dino, we have a very special guest. Uh, this man is many, many things. I've known him for a good long time now. A good long time? Is it enough of a it's, time to be good long? I, I worked out. Mm. I, I was the one that took the photo of you sparring with Mark. Mm. So, so I've known you for as long as I've known my girlfriend and Mark, mm. at least. We should yes. introduce this, uh, this like disembodied voice. Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please give a big. Why, why is it called round of applause? Oh, because it's a yeah. Okay, I get it now. That just clicks. Paul Brisk is here. Hey. So, Hello. Paul, when we first met all those many moons ago, you were a comic book artist slash writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've such such move on since moved on. Uh, to owning your own business. Yes. Tell us all about it. I'm a business owner now, amongst these fine fellows. Yes. Um, we're all business we're all, we're all adults and we have businesses. We wow. Business trips. And we talk about video games and comics in a comic store. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, what do you do? Uh, I'm a tattoo artist. I own Infinite Worlds Tattoo and Design, which just opened up last yeah. week. One week ago. Yeah. One week ago. And, one week. Yeah, one week. And... Uh, we essentially cater to the the nerds who want ink. So, ink. as in it tattoos. It's, very, it's a non-traditional tattoo shop. Yeah, it really is. Uh, the, there's black in maybe three items in the shop. Wow. Uh, everything else is bright colours. The walls are white and pink and blue. And it's a, a big asylum. Yeah, it's a mental asylum. <laughs> they padded. Captain um, American shields on the wall. Yeah, i got the Captain American shield. I... I've got a little Fallout shelf in my office. Oh. Uh, what else have I got? We've got heaps of stuff. you got a Pip-Boy. Yeah, i got Pip-Boy. Pip-Boy was sitting there. Uh, I'd love to rig up my tattoo machine to run off the Pip-Boy, but I feel like that would be too bulky. Yeah, right. Um, or would it? <laughs> yeah. Only one way to find out. Got a giant Blade Runner poster in my office. Yeah, too. I saw that. That was sweet. I saw that the other week. Mm. It's a good film. That is the same. Yeah, film. so it's a, it's a tattoo shop with a difference. Yeah. So yeah. You've, you've taken this different approach. Yeah. Uh, a la like my business as well like yes. you see you try to take uh, an pre-existing thing and go in a different direction so um tell us a little bit more why you decided to go in that kind of direction of like away from like the traditional skulls and well and also and daggers how you went from comic book artist to yeah. do you reckon that's the natural uh, well I, I 
know a couple of uh, comic book artists who have gone into the tattoo business. Yeah. Is it a natural progression? It's just the love of drawing? I think it's... Well, for me, it, it was it was more like uh, I was already doing comic stuff and mm -hmm. the opportunity came out to tattoo and I thought, well, that's a good way to make money. Comics yeah. aren't making me much money. And <laughs> more people will see your art. Yes, yeah. exactly. Unfortunately, the trade-off there was I didn't have much time to do comics. Yeah. So, but now I'm my own boss. He can do whatever. I can do whatever I want. I don't yeah. have a client in for another hour. I'm going to draw some comics. So you had to learn to do tattooing. Yeah. Um, I've always got thought about this as well, but I've always been like so unbelievably scared. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you strike me as the type of guy who would be scared of needles. Oh, me? Yeah, yeah I, I'm massively scared of it, but I'm more thinking about like doing it on doing someone it. and then oh, right. going, oh, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. the trick there is to be right all the time. That's Yeah, that's not my thing. I'm no. never yes. going to do it, eh? Well, like no. a measure, measure once, think yeah. twice. As long as you've just got that colour which is skin, you can just go over it. <laughs> yeah, it's like whatever, erase, unfortunately. The eraser ink? No, I wish. That would be amazing. Because then I could just kind of like control Z everything. Have you ever uh, gone and just gone... No, you don't say that. Yep, I meant no, to do that. I, I haven't. I haven't. I've, I've done things where like... It, you, it's sort of like when you're drawing. You kind of use a colour too far, but you know that later on you're going to go over that area with a different colour. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah, so like I've done that, but that's kind of more just, I don't know, just being a bit more over-excited with, with shading, and then you're going to go over it anyway. So it and matter. do you watch Ink Master? Is that I a, watched season two of Ink Master. Is that a fair representation of the really. Is that a tattoo TV show? Yeah, it's a yeah. reality TV show. Reality TV what, what do they do? How so do they, they, it's do like they competitions. Do you get kicked out? Yeah, yeah. It, the hosts, like Dave Navarro is the host, <laughs> which is bizarre. And I remember one of the seasons he goes, all right, your canvas is going to be me. Yeah. And he's just sitting there critiquing him as they're yeah. like, tattooing on his thighs and all uh, this. No, I watched one season. It's kind of like if you got like a, a chef to watch, like MasterChef. Yep. And it would just, they would just be like, why? What, what is, what is why? happening now? Why is this? What is that guy doing? Yep. Yep. That was, that's for me the same. Anyway, we'll... Uh, Come back to you in a bit, I think. But first, I want to talk about what we've been playing recently. Dan, what have you been uh, thumbing at? Well, I um, I bought last night. Yep. And said uh, I did Doom VFR. Oi, what does the F stand for? Fred. Yeah. Never thought about it. Oh. Um, but I, I, mean, I assure you, it's a swear word. Yep. Um, but and to tell you the truth, I played for like fifteen minutes, and yep. I was unbelievably disappointed with it. Really? But I'm like, I thought, my this is broken and horrible. So I looked it up online and then people were like, no, nah, no. Nah. There were some mixed reviews, which yeah. had the problems that I had with it. But the majority of it was like 80%. This is the best VR game. Best use of this. But I was like, no. Nah. Don't they? Yeah. They've taken away glory kills and changed it so... You just you, smash through them. You teleport inside them and then... Because the, the, the storyline is that your corpse is on a table and you're taking... You know those holograms that are in the game that you mm. talk to? Mm. Yeah, so you've taken the consciousness in one of them and you've got this like hand on a rocket, whatever, that holds guns. You know, like a this hand floating... on a rocket right. that holds yeah, guns. Yeah. So but so I've got I've got the aim controller, the gun, and yep. I'm like, Yeah, this is this is gonna be rad. Like there's no way yeah. this can't be good. But like there's just so much movement in it. Like you you're constantly turning around, but then because like it doesn't really it doesn't really um, sense you if you're not completely facing the TV. Right. You have to manually yeah. move your character in the game around again so you can turn around and be in the same spot. Yeah, right. like you have to keep reorientating your body. And there's also teleporting. And I'm like, 
I would have just preferred it to be like the, the Doom weapons with the gun, mm. and you, you just do waves, and then you move on to the you next. You don't have wave. to use the uh, the gun proof rule. No, you though. have to use another. You have to have hold the gun and another. But you don't move. have to hold the gun. Can't you just hold two move controls? Yeah, but I want to have the experience of it's holding the gun. He wants to feel powerful. Wow, <laughs> you know what that really says about you? Well, because it's it. Because if you don't use the, if if you just use the move controllers, you, 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 it's only in the middle and where you look. But when you've got the, the aim control, you can actually move your gun and move your arm around okay. and shoot. So there's a logistical point to yeah, yeah. It. It's different, like okay. with it. But I don't know, man. I'm gonna give it an, another decent go. I mean, I was like, I was like, you know, tired. Got home at the last minute before I had to go to bed. I quickly installed it and had to go. Quickly installed it, so twenty minutes later. Yeah. No, I turned all my uh, internet off. So it just off the disc. <laughs> maybe that's the problem. Maybe you have to do a patch. Yeah, maybe. possibly. But like, so many, there was like three ways to, so you know, you usually got to say it's like S, X to use or whatever. Mm. It seemed like there were three ways to do that. So some things you just went up and automatically did. Some things it did a point, your finger pointed at stuff and then you did it. And some things you didn't even know what you had to do and then you just by fiddling around, you used the stuff. I'm like, nothing was consistent in it. I was like, nah. No, not I ended up grabbing stuff that I couldn't let go of and like wow. just holding things and that sounds like it's more you not reading the instruction manual than it is yeah but every other um, every other VR game I've played is super intuitive and you just know what to do like and this mm. is very unintuitive inintuitive inintuitive not intuitive not intuitive like yeah, it's really not intuitive because like, it doesn't feel like you're the character it feels like you're playing a game Oh, I don't want that when oh. you're playing a game. Yeah, no, that would but, be no, weird. But it's VR. You get immersed in it as you're in it. It doesn't feel like you're in it. It feels like you're still playing it, and you have to you have to move your character around a lot and get it in the right spot. Where normal VR games, you're in it and you just do what you have to do. Yeah, right. Paul, what do you mean uh, playing? If you have time, if I have time, setting up a business. Uh, whoa, I had the opportunity to play a bit more Fallout. All right, my favorite game. Right, Fallout, well, right. All the Fallout's. Yeah, uh, and Crash Bandicoot. Um, remastered. Is that as hard as everyone's complaining about? Uh, I found it difficult. Right. I feel like my muscle memory is betraying me. Ah. But one of the cool things about it is that I have discovered, because I, I started playing it and I was like, oh, this doesn't feel any different. It looks exactly the same as it did when I was <laughs> yeah. And then like, I, I looked at some original footage and was like, oh, that's no, terrible. That's much different. This is much different. But but my brain has kind of like updated it. Because at the time, it was like the best graphics ever. Oh, yeah. And my brain has just kind of gone, it was the best graphics ever. So it my brain, when I think of it, it's still perfect. Yep. I'm sure like in 20 years time when we're all playing holograms and everything's amazing, yep. I'll be thinking of playing the original Crash Bandicoot and it'll look exactly like that in my brain. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's been nice. It's been a, a fun, frustrating time. Mm. I've been playing it in ten minute increments. Oh wow! How can you? Wow! Well, because I get I get angry after ten minutes, and yeah, then I put enough. the controller down. That's something I'm teaching my daughter when <laughs> uh, she likes sitting down and playing video games with mm. me on the Switch and whatnot. And I start to get frustrated because my daughter's there. I can't go into a tirade yeah. like I used to. Uh, and I'll just go right. I'm going to stop playing now because I'm getting frustrated with it. <laughs> when you get frustrated with something, you just stop. Yeah. So yay me and parenting. Unless you're driving, and you're like in, in traffic, don't. Don't just stop. No, 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 no. That's the start of falling down. It is. <laughs> just leave. If only I was Michael Douglas. Yeah. Anyway, I've been playing Pokemon Ultra Sun. That's pretty cool. Um, but the one thing that I played recently that freaked me the hell out is Doki Doki Literature Club. 
Um, I see the slow blink at that. Yeah, yeah I've played that. Yeah, how far in did you get? No, no, uh, it was, it was just it's a four-hour game. Yeah, like an hour into it. Oh, there, were, there was like there was like so much reading. Yeah, well, it's a it's a it's novel. It's, it's, well, a, it's good to know that it's only four hours. So I was like, I don't know if I can do this for thirty hours. Uh, I reckon you'll get freaked out. Like seriously. Well, it, is, it does have a. Um, it's the only game I've ever played that when you start playing it, it goes like this game. Is very much not for children. If you yep. have any depression, do not yep. play this game. Yep. yep, and you should heed those calls. Wow. Like seriously, heed those calls. Take it seriously because. I really um, yeah, well, I won't spoil it for you then. No, please don't. But um, well, we can tell you how, how it begins. Kind oh, of. It's start, it's, you start off. You play. It's a, a visual novel. It's a visual novel, like a dating sim. Yeah. Uh, you start off as a uh, a student in a high school. Uh, and uh, your next door neighbour, who you've known since you were a kid, yeah, yeah, um, invites you to come and be part of her club, which is the literature club. Mm-hmm. So it's her and three other girls. Right. Uh, all have distinct personalities. Yeah. So you've got a gothic yeah. emo girl who keeps to herself. You've got a, a feisty I, little. I, I went for yeah. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> I think that says a lot about. I know. Us. I would do the same. <laughs> <laughs> you got the uh, the manga, um, uh, you know, got, uh, the, fanatic. Uh, you've got the, the kind of girl that's like um, they have lots of animes that she's like she's very. Hot-headed and stroppy yep. towards, pe- yep. towards people, but like has a really soft under yep. under vibe. And then you've got the uh, the head of the club, which is uh, the most popular girl the in the store. And that, right. and that with that that free-going attitude. Yeah, yeah, know, very laid back and yeah. friends to everyone. Um, and it starts yeah going along. Uh, you're you're dating one of these girls by like writing poetry. Yeah, you pick worms. What, worms? Worms. Worms. You pick words to uh, write a poem. And you sort of skew those words to which character you want to romance. Yeah, so yeah, as, as you pick the words, it has a little icon of a character down the bottom. Which one, like, right. but yeah, it's only after you pick it. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> uh, I, wanted, I, wanted, I, I thought the other girl would like that. Right. Well, but yeah, I, I actually did. enjoyed doing those bits. But, yeah. um, but there was so much. Like, About, I said to myself, I'm not going to skip any of it. It's a literature-based game. Yep. That's the only point to it. So... I'm going to get back in it. It's free. So, yeah, it's, it's free. Free game. Free game. Uh, great game. About two hours into it, uh, yeah, it takes a turn. And that's all I'm going to say. Right, okay. I'll talk to you about it off air, Dan. Right. No, I don't want to know. I'm going to you don't? Yeah. It's so good, though. So good what you have to do. Anyway, Doki Doki Literature, Literature Club. Uh, you should really go and download it. It's free on Steam. Good thing yeah. I've got Steam on my work computer. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Just finish it's up. It's free and very small. Start, yeah. start playing. Nice. Yeah, but uh, only Monica. Anyway, the Game Awards just wrapped, like literally as we were recording this, wrapped half an hour ago. Yeah, right. Um, so a lot of stuff came out of it. Uh, I'll just go through very, very quickly. Game Awards? Who is... The Game Awards. It's uh, hosted by, uh, I keep forgetting his name. Uh, they used to be on Spike TV as... Um, so is this the, the official Game Awards? Yeah, it's like, like the Emmys. Any, uh, if, when, when, so if a game wins Game of the Year, it gets Game of the Year. Pretty much, status. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... Uh, they also had some interest, interesting uh, news tidbits to come out of it. Uh, the first one being that the much-desired uh, second downloadable content um, for Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, Onuma came on stage and held up a Master Sword, and they rolled this trailer and just went, Available now! So they launched it without even telling anyone. <laughs> like was that was it already big... there? No one knew? What do you mean? Like, no, no one knew. Like, we were all waiting for a date, and they leaked a date saying the 31st of December. Um, but no, it was obviously just a, a, yeah. a yeah. false flag. I wonder how long it had been up before it even said available now. Well, you need to download it anyway, and you can only get it if you've bought the pass. Um, but likewise, PUBG did a similar thing. Uh, not quite as quick. I play that. But uh, yeah, I thought you'd like it. But the second map, the desert, is 
going to be available in three hours' time as we record this. Oh. So you'll be able to go home and play the desert. Nah. Uh, going to Mick Thomas. Fortnite, <laughs> uh, one of the Fortnite devs was there, uh, and they're working on cross-play across systems. Okay. Uh, Bayonetta 1 and 2 is coming to the Switch, and they announced Bayonetta 3, which is also coming to the Switch. Okay. I feel like she's run out of hair by now. She just looked like me, just sort of like it's hanging just about. Just producer, yeah. Like just grows back. So envious. Um, <laughs> sea of Thieves. I'm, I wasn't sure if this was uh, an actual uh, announcement or not, but uh, came out. Sea of Thieves is coming out March twenty, which is Xbox oh, awesome. exclusive. So that's going to be great by Rare. Uh, Dan. Yeah. Far Cry Five has been delayed. I don't care. Didn't you? Were you all about Far Cry Five? No, no, I'm not a Far Cry person. Oh, okay, well. Whoever there is, sucked in. We will be some one Game's of our being delayed. I mean, we'll just play all the other Far Cries. It's basically yeah, the same game. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Get Valeria. Is it, is yeah. it Far, Cry, Far Cry 2, Eagle where like, at the very start of the game, if you just stand there and not answer any of the questions, after about 15 minutes, the bad guy goes, all right, enough of this, and just takes you to a helicopter, and that's it, the game's finished. <laughs> that was one of the Far Cries, the I'm pretty end. sure. It's pretty good. Uh, they hinted at a Bloodborne sequel. All it was was a bone and like... Uh, a wrench getting tightened up in the bone going <laughs> and then that was it uh, Soul Calibur 6 has been announced so bringing back the Soul Calibur um, Soul Calibur yeah can Norman I play as Finn or Ray in this All Soul Calibur awesome uh, <laughs> can you play as Lo- Lo- what's his name the, the Gimpy Man <laughs> I don't know Gimpy Man Gimp Gimpster Gimp Matt Gimp face Lodo or something like that or oh. Vo- Voldo Voldo, Voldo. Voldo more. Oh yeah, no, that's the. Yeah, no, I think I don't. Yeah, he always had a ball gag yeah. in his mouth, and he had his buttocks out. <laughs> Speaking of buttocks out, Norman Reedus was there with uh, Kojima. Uh, they aired oh, a new, the... yeah, Death Stranding aired a new trailer because uh, I can't remember his name. I really should, but the guy who owns the Video Game Awards and presents it is really, really good friends with Kojima. Like they're really tight buddies. So whenever a uh, uh, a trailer is released from Kojima Productions. They, of course, premiere on there. And this one gave us a little bit of uh, storyline, if you could call that, yeah. because it was all meta and psychedelic as hell. Right. Wait, is this the crab game? Yeah, Death Stranding. What's, what's Reedus got to do with it? He was in the... He's the, the main protagonist, by the looks of it. Yeah. So he's he... got he's got a little baby in his tummy. Ooh. Um, like, there's one... No, there's one point where, like, he's unconscious and lying on the ground, and the camera goes in and down his throat... It comes to a stop and it looks up and there's a baby and the baby gives you a thumbs up and then it comes back out. That's not how babies work. I've got two children. I've got one. Ne- never in one of those ultrasounds did I see a thumbs up. But Redis was in like the, uh, the Silent Hill demo as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And it was basically... Well, it was... Is that, that, so has he just taken that Silent Hill game and rebranded it, you reckon? Uh, I hope so. so. I would say, there's yeah. some aspects to what it. But called? what we saw... like it was no, There was no gameplay. Uh, it was all a trailer. Uh, but it deals with these massive giants who like walk, they, they only leave footprints, but their footprints are hands, and it's like all really trippy. It, it, right. it's, it's trippy. You got to watch. I'll find it and put it on the Hack the Dino yeah, Facebook page. The Del Toro one as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Kojima also came out with Del Toro and announced the winner of Best Art Direction game. Mm-hmm. Guess which one that? Just take a guess. Which Best one? Art. Best Art Direction. In any game. In a game. This year. Starts with a C, ends with an up head. I already guessed it. But Horizon just... Zero Dawn. Yes. <laughs> Horizon no. Zero Dawn. Yeah. Yeah. Horizon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they picked up two awards, I think. Uh, Wolfenstein Two won Best Action, and you can play the first level for free now 
on Xbox and um, PlayStation. You can download it, mm. play the first level for free. If you like it, you purchase it, your game carries over. That's cool. Good one, Bethesda. Nice. Um, and Destiny 2 is doing the same thing as well. So we've got a, a free play weekend so where you can try So we have more of that, please. More demos. Yeah. Let's have more demos, more trials. Doesn't miss the old... like me, you don't have any space on their systems, though. Miss <laughs> the old demo discs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. Uh, you bring back magazines. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Cuphead won two awards. Uh, Hell's Blade won two or three awards, which I was really surprised at. Mm. Uh, and Game of the Year. You, you want to take a guess at what Game of the Year was? Do you want me to give you the nominees? Yeah, give me the nominees. Nominees I, were... I kind of know what it is. And the yeah. nominees are? The nominees were Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. PUBG. Yeah. Uh, Persona 5. PUBG can't win. It's not even a game. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that was a big argument about that, but pre-release counts. Um, yeah, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Zelda, and Mario Odyssey. Mario. I mean, no, Zelda. Zelda won. Yeah. Zelda won three awards. It's the first time they've won Game of the Year from the Game Awards, yeah. and yeah, Reggie Millis was there. And, uh, Still haven't played it yet. You really should, because it's, it's really beautiful. excellent. You're going to get a Switch? If you're not going to get a Switch, I'll just give you my Wii U version. You can play that. I don't know if my Wii U works anymore. It's Why? just been sitting there going, like, flashing for the last year, going, there's an update. Help me. There's an update. It's Nintendo. Those things always work, no matter what. <laughs> like, you, you get water on your NES. You go, oh, that's all right. You take it out. You put it in boiling water. The pins reset themselves. You dry it off, put it back in. She works. My toughest console on. was my Dreamcast. I spilled a whole beer into the open thing. Yep. And just left it for a week, came back, it's just like, it's sticky, but it works. <laughs> That's like me. <laughs> um, and some very, very, very quick news before we move on. Um, latest Kojima watch. Uh, Norman Reedus and Kojima got a box of noodles sent to them because they tweeted a pic of them eating a packet of noodles. So the company went, yeah, have a box of them. <laughs> How's this is Kojima? Is it like a fridge box? It was, no, it was a box full of like 24 packets of these cups. That's because it's Kojima and he's the coolest man in video games. Yeah. He can't afford his own noodles. No, well, <laughs> he not, can. Not but yeah. I think the company having, hey, Kojima eats our stuff. Nerds, yeah. buy it. Is that that cup, whatever it's called? Like the ones that they Head. did with Final Fantasy did an dance for them as yeah, well? Yeah, possibly. I don't know. Uh, Mega Man 11 was announced. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's Mega Man 11. This is huge as 30th anniversary thing. Yeah. But they're also bringing Mega Man Legacy 1 and 2 to Switch, which finally. Um, Street Fighter 5 announced an arcade mode, finally, two and a half years after it launched. <laughs> We've now got a full game. So, wow. yay Capcom, thanks for that. Um, it's free, so that's good. Uh, Nvidia Shield in China is getting Wii games. What? Uh, so the NVIDIA Shield Q or whatever it is, like they can't sell Nintendo uh, systems in China for whatever reason, so they've got something called the Q, right. uh, the QUE, uh, and it's made by NVIDIA, which is where the partnership came from the Switch. Uh, they're getting Wii games on their Wii. device over there, okay. which runs on very similar technology right. to the Switch. So draw your own it's conclusions. So if you're a collector, you want one of those consoles. I really do. Does sound cool. Oh, there, there's one called the IQ, which came around in the Nintendo 64 yeah. era. Man, oh, I want one of them. Uh, Pokemon Go news, Dan. Just to finish it up, we got new Pokemon on their way. Fifty new Pokemon Gen Three on their way. You can yes. have, a, you can get a yes. Mudkip. You can get a Mudkip. So happy. But they've updated it. They're not using Google Maps anymore. They're using another uh, map program. I forget which it is. And Apple don't really Maps. Care. <laughs> right, yeah. uh, but they're also introducing a weather. Uh, Function. Ooh. So if it's raining in the real world, or raining, yeah, I guess, tied into your map. Pokemon's will come out. Yeah, 
And then if it's sunny, the, the fire Pokemon come out. If it's cloudy or if it's snowy. So I think it ties into your weather system on your phone. And that yeah, to the that's cool. Yeah. So a uh, new Pokemon will be coming very, very soon. I got a Noho the other day. Pretty proud of that. Anyway, yeah. moving on to uh, questions from our listeners. Just got one question this week, and it's from our good friend, friend of the show, Shredder1982. He's a, he's a good guy, the old Shredhead. Dan. Dan, yep. Well, everyone. But what's the Bex... Bexed? Oh you're, you're really boring. Shredder is I really time. am. I'm so down on energy. It's this Christmas fever. <laughs> tearing me apart. What is the best crossover comic? For example, Aliens vs. Predator. That I like. Well, yeah, just what would you recommend being the owner of a comic book store? We have, um, recently we've got in a, we have a Big Trouble in Little China crossover Escape from New York. We reviewed that on the show a little while ago. Yeah, yeah, so that's a good one. So you get, you get two Kurt Russells yeah, in the comic. Yeah, Kurt one, that's you get, a, you get a Snake Plissken and a, um, a Jack Burton. Man. It's a one-off, that's good. Imagine if we could just throw Big Lebowski and Tron in there as well. Sure, why not? All so the uh, Boom, hit me up. I'll write the hell out of that. But, um, yeah, that, that was a favourite of mine. We've also got out this week, we've got the Justice League team up with the Power Rangers. Yeah. You can see it from here, the hardcover. Oh, yeah. Um, so, and that, that's pretty popular. And that's written by um, Tom, Taylor. Tom Taylor, the old Ozamagoo. Oz, 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 who was nominated for Best Comic Book Writer uh, from IGN this year. Really? So good luck, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, right. Good he's, he's, he's good, man. Like, he's amazing. He's an amazing writer. Friendly as all. He bought me dinner once. That's how friendly he is. Really? He bought me dinner. Yeah. Man, Thanks, Tom. Like, how, how it's like first move. Dinner? Was it like a fancy dinner? I was a bunch of us. That's, um, that's first base. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say anything. But the first but... base with Tom Taylor. Woo! Uh, bought dinner. <laughs> yeah, he bought everyone dinner. But when he paid for it, he looked directly in my eye. So I knew it was just so the others didn't feel awkward. That just sounds like he's rubbing it in your face though. Like <laughs> No, no, it's out of love. Out of love. Yeah. He told me. Oh, yeah, so yeah, um so they're my two crossovers. Right. There, there are a bunch more, but you probably got I don't want to like I've got one that uh, I, I would like to recommend, but I'll go to Paul first. What do you think in the Have grand you got one comics? Yeah, I do. It's one of my question. favorites uh, is because I'm a big Hellboy fan. Yep. And I'm a big Beasts of Burden fan. And there's a Hellboy Beasts of Burden crossover comic. It's just a single issue. Beasts of Burden, the game. And the Beasts band. Of Burden. No, they, 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 oh, Beasts the, of Burden, the, the dogs. Beasts of Burden, the dogs. Yeah, yeah. It's Hellboy. Like, Beasts of Burden. Well, they just no. drunk all the time? Yeah, just drunk dogs. Aren't they a band? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, the beast of bird, bird, yeah, yeah, the yeah. dogs in the air, yeah. Yeah, this is one yeah, of the right. and he hangs out with talking dogs. Sweet. I like a talking dog. Yeah. Because they're both on Dark Horse, so that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful, like, watercolour artwork. Yeah, right. Yeah, because the beast of bird and stuff was always beautiful. Yeah. I've had the hardcover in here a couple of times, always sells. Cool. Actually, we should write that down. You Ross, should. can you yeah. order some more beast of bird and hardcovers? Yep. See, that's a little insight on how uh, comic book stores work. You were home just shouting. Yeah, just yelling at people. We oh, ordered this. in case no one has ever seen this show before, that we are recording live. From we did. Gr from gr oh, we did? Yeah, we top from of the show. From my shop. Yeah, from your shop. My shop. My shop. Mm -hmm. Going on comics. Anyway, I would go with uh, one of my personal favourite crossovers is Executioner's Song. Um, the old X-Men crossover from the early 90s. That was awesome. Well, really well, 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 yeah. It was all the X-Men books crossing over. 
That's not. Oh, a crossover. that's not really a crossover. That's just more like, that's like having saying, a family dinner. That's like saying, oh, you know, that Batman story where it had Robin and Batgirl and uh, <laughs> Red Hood in it. That's not. A so crossover. what would you call it? If not a crossover. An event. Yeah. An event. It wasn't an event. It wasn't classified as an event. Marvel doesn't do events. I feel it. What about the, uh, you got any more? Yeah, I've got another one. Yeah, yeah it's probably yeah. a good idea. Um, the Yusaku Yojimbo in, in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, okay, Ooh, that's, awesome. that's a good one, that's, yeah. Uh, the latest one came that's out. That's still boggling. Just, uh, mm. oh, just so good. So good. So, yeah, yeah, they did like a, they did like a hardcover version. The hardcover one. that story. Yeah, just that single story with bonus art in the background as well. Yeah, amazing, amazing Loved literature. It. Loved it. Read it many Ninja times. Turtles get into it. Getting into a bit of that crossover. Yeah, well, it was Batman. They've yeah. recently crossed over with Daredevil. Um, Daredevil? They crossed over with Daredevil. Really? Yeah. yeah. Ghostbusters, they're in. Ghostbusters, yep. Yeah. They done Transformers yet during the whole. I think they did. Outbreak thing. The trans. It was Transformers and like a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah, they right. did. It was called like. What was it called? They did everyone. G.I. Joe. Called like cash in. Just give us money. Yeah. Did you see the episode of the latest cartoon where they cross over with their Old 80 cells, cells yeah. and then go back to the comic yeah. as Turtles well and cross over? Yeah, called? something like that. That was cool. And, and the guy who voiced Raphael in the original series also raps Donatello yeah. now. And they're just standing at each other talking to you. Stupid voice you got. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It yeah. was meta the as comic, It was great because when they got in the comic world, it's black and white. Yeah. Um, just to finish off this segment before we uh, have a quick break, uh, we've got a review. Well, someone left us a nice review on iTunes, just like you at home can do by going to Hack the Dino and leaving us a review and giving us five stars because that's what we're worth. We have five stars worth of entertainment here. Um, and that helps people with algorithms find us. Um, people without the algorithms, they're just losers, so don't worry about them. Mm. But you, you're awesome. Uh... I'd like to thank Shin Shnam Shazam. Is that spelled the way it sounds? Yes. I think that's his real name. Who gave us five stars and wrote, Great content. content oh my goodness. It was him, not me. Great content in a tidy one hour package. Oh, nice. Yeah. Worth a listen for sure. Five stars. Nice. So thanks. Except when Dan speaks. <laughs> thanks, Shin Shan Shazam. I'll be sure to uh, make people uh, read it. We'll be back right after this. Try cannons. Forward laser. Mandibles. Omni lasers. Proton cannons. Buzzsaw. Omni lasers. Broadside rockets. Tri laser. Quest star. Krulos by Tormeko. The evil Rulons are tired of playing games. You are finished, Questar. They want the Dino Riders' time key. Your brother eats flies, Krulos. The greatest battle in the history of the universe is about to begin. Tyrannosaurus Rex and Diplodocus with motorized walking action and Monoclonius, each with figures in battle gear. Dino Riders. We're back, and our fronts, they're both here. And you're here too, listening to Hack the Dino here on the podcast nation work of fun. I'm Ben Rosenthal, your co-host, and joining me as he does each and every episode is Mr. Dan McGuinness from his lovely book, Comic Place. Book Emporium. Book Emporium. I am here, that's Comic, correct. Comic yes. book face, man. And joining us this week is Tattoo Comic Art Man, Paul Brisk. Yes. Tattoo Comic Hello. Tattoo you mean comic professional, professional <laughs> tattooist. Yes, yes. yes. And uh, the name of your professional establishment? Professional establishment is called Infinite Worlds. Is there Tattoo a crisis on them? Yeah, there is. There is? Many crises. Many crises? Does, yeah. does that mean there's only actually 52 of your stores can be made? Yes. We've got one at the moment. <laughs> Eventually there'll be 52. Do, do you have a, an auntie called Monitor? So when she comes around, she's Auntie Monitor? No. 
That's pretty good. You just made that up. Wow. It's good. It's the funniest thing you'll ever say. Yeah, I'm going to quit now. That's good. No, no, it's, um, yeah, it's good. Set up and prospect. Yeah. So, should have asked that. Where is the address? So, one of 268A, Main Ooh. North Road. What's your phone number in case someone wants to call up and go, hey, you got tattoos there? Oh, probably a good Facebook. Question. Facebook would be a, a, a better, better avenue. We'll, we'll link it. There's a it's link. It's on a Facebook page and Instagram. Yeah, yeah and you go and to Hack the Dino site. There's a... There's a big picture of big Paul's big smile and face next to his big store. Yeah. It's all very a, um, big. Do you have a, uh, I know you haven't been over for long, but do you have a, a one of those customer questions that always gets asked? Will oh, it hurt? Like, that, 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 that doesn't necessarily annoy you, but it's like, it's the main, yeah, yeah. you hear it all the time. As a, as a tattoo artist, you get a lot of questions that come up. Uh, main one? Main one is, Will probably, what's, the, what's the weirdest tattoo you've ever done? Oh. What is the weirdest tattoo you've ever done? <laughs> See, I can't think. The problem is I don't really have that much of an answer for it. Like, right. I've done a lot of weird... You don't have a tattoo of a tattoo gun? Just make one up. I have a tattoo of a tattoo machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. you do. Know, so, so, yeah. Just, just make it up. Just, uh, oh, one time this girl asked me to draw a cat's butt. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I, I just got an asterisk. No, what a star. <laughs> the computer I've done just... dots. I've done dots like, uh, like beauty spots and oh. like just a single dot. Wow. How much does that cost? $800. Like 90 bucks. Yes! <laughs> Do that with texter for free and it comes yeah, up. Yeah, right. My mum's been talking about getting that, you know, the tattoo makeup. She's yeah. getting to be an old lady now. How lazy do you have to be? Just, just put it on. <laughs> well, easy fella. This is guy's mother. Jeez. This she won't be coming on anytime soon. I Makeup. It's the bane of every lady's existence. Now. Yeah. Having to take it off every night as well. Because uh, I'm, I'm like sitting there, you know, getting all tired. I'm like, let's go to bed. Let's go to bed, and I jump into bed, and I'm like, yeah. "Where are you?" She's like, "I'm taking my makeup off um, every night." Uh, my girlfriend is a uh, dancer, so she has to layer it on whenever she does dance. As a result, does not wear it anywhere else. So I'm yeah. like, "Yep, that's fine," because she's quite attractive. <laughs> my wife is mother of two, so she puts on makeup to go to work, and then that's it. She doesn't yep. have time to do anything else. And then the kids get in there and they put yeah, their makeup on. Ah, walls and yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, on to comics. How good are comics? You like comics? You better. You own a store. I like comics too. I also like comic conventions. And down in Australia, just recently, we have two big comic book type things. Uh, well, two main ones. We have uh, Oz Comic Con, which is owned now by Reed Pop. And we have Supernova, which is a privately owned convention, and I think Australia's longest running comic book. I think so. Pop culture convention. I'd say so. They have huge crowds. How they long have they been doing for? Easily yeah, ten easily. years. In fact, it wasn't ten year anniversary last year. Yeah. Avcon's been doing it for longer than ten years. Well, longer than Avcon. So there. Are you sure? Yep. Well, this is national. Avcon's only Adelaide. Anyway, uh, Oz Comic Con came out about two or three weeks ago and announced that they were pulling out of. Um, thank you very much for both of you not snickering during that entire <laughs> sentence, by the way. So difficult. <laughs> uh, they were no longer going to run shows in Perth or in Adelaide, which is where we are. Um, Fair enough. The, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I, I have to say, speaking as someone who owns a business yeah. and looking at the crowds that uh, Oz Comic Con pull, uh, or have been pulling, and the general downturn of comic book conventions, I've got to say, yep. I understand that decision. And my um, and as a person who's worked at a lot of them mm -hmm. myself, and just hearing, it's not many. You don't often like you know at the end you're, you're talking to other business owners and they're yep. like, "How'd you go?" They don't often say, "Awesome." They yes. say, oh, oh, right. "Pretty slow. Not as good. Yeah. As, not as good as Melbourne." Yeah. And stuff like that. So yeah. you never really get any cheers out there. Um, Adelaide's just 
attack on it. Yeah, so Adelaide's a very hard uh, place to crack into. Um, anything. Yeah. Bands yeah. coming? Like, I have read that Adelaide is sort of like the testing point for a lot of these big brand companies. They'll go mm. into Adelaide last because if they can make it in Adelaide, they'll make it anywhere in the world because we are so lazy. We're lazy. So, we're so just like stay in our homes. Like, yeah. We're cheap. Like, Adelaide is Tight. so small. Yeah. But like so many people I know was like, oh no, I'm not going to go to the city. It's too far. Like, How can it be too far? <laughs> Nothing in Adelaide. Twenty minutes. Like, yeah, it's literally twenty minutes. Capital city where it's twenty minutes to get a park. You yeah. can go down to our main beach, which is gorgeous, and then be up in the hills in 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. Straight up the yeah. It's a great place, but you should not come here because it's our little secret. But apart yeah. from Greenlight Comics, you come to Greenlight Comics and Bang buy yourself buy yourself some of the best comics. This comic place has got to a beach and a mountain. Yeah, we got them in comic form too. Yeah. Anyway, um, so the rumor has been that Oz Comic Con uh, they're only going to run uh, in Sydney and Melbourne and that other one Brisbane. Right. Uh, but Artist Alley tables are going up to four hundred dollars each. Whoa! Hang on. <laughs> no, don't. No speed takes. <laughs> How this much was it before? Was it 180? Uh, 220? Yeah, it's nuts. When I used to do it, it was around about 180. So it's, yep. it's even mm. gone up since then. Yeah. So speaking of someone who uh, has been to those conventions and... Uh, done those tables? Done those yeah. tables. Um, I can quite honestly say, spending $220, I never expected to see that money come back. But mm. my thinking was always like, they had Bobby, Bobby Kernow come down or um, Chris Royal come down. Yep. Uh, if there's an editor coming to a con and you want to break in, you'd better be at that con with a table and you better wear that cost. Even though you may sell five books, which I quite often did, um, the first thing they're going to ask is, oh, you got a table here? Because that's their gauge. They want to see how realistic you are. Um, and as a result, I can still email the IDW guys. So thanks, Chris. Thanks, Bobby. Just seen on the uh, messages that Shrim Shim Shazam is watching at the moment and he's oh. quite happy with us. Like, Well, it's because you're a great guy, Shin Sham Shazam. Uh, Sham Shabadoo. Yeah, I, I like the cut of your jib. He you, says, you, watch what you guys say, I'm watching. It's not me. Right, good. <laughs> anyway, back to this. Um, so Supernova came out uh, with this announcement because clearly people weren't happy. And Supernova went, yeah, I know there's been some rumours that we were also going to pull out of those two states, but um, here's the dates for the next four years. We're staying. Yay us. So Supernova just recently brought down Stan Lee uh, and Eleven, really Bob Brown. Uh, and had a huge successful con. So I think the trick is Adelaide's very, very picky as to who they spend their money on. I remember when I was Comic Con, brought down uh, Benedict Cumberpatch. That's his name, right? Yeah, close enough. Yeah, that'll do. Eggs Benedict came down. Uh, and uh, yeah, we were swamped. Boom, best con I've ever been to. Um, you were there for that one mm -hmm. as well, I believe. Yep. They're gonna, they just have to have a comic book movie man come every time. You need yeah. Chris Hemsworth, then you need like yeah. Loki, then you, I, I mean, you just have the best, but it's just a matter of trying to get those people. And but why I would they ever come to Adelaide? For independent creators like us, or not so much you Dan, because you're Moneybags comic creator. Moneybags McGuinness. Yeah. Yeah. Look, <laughs> Look at me in my grey t-shirt with no logo. <laughs> Blonde hair doesn't come cheap. Yeah. Okay. That's gold. Yeah. Uh, at least he's got hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> me too. Yeah. You, you choose to shave yours off. I don't have a choice. Yeah, well, genetics kind of made that, <laughs> made that decision. Yeah, it, was, it kind of did half of it, and I was like, oh, I might as well finish the job off. Um, I forgot what I was saying. That you didn't have any hair. Yeah. <laughs> I do. It's just on its way out the door. Some of his last legs. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, blah, blah, blah. The smaller cons, that's what I was going to talk yeah. about. The smaller cons. Um, so we have a bunch of smaller uh, independent comic gatherings mm -hmm. uh, and toy collection things. And the two that I've been to of that have sold really well. Dan, you have little comic conventions in store for... Um, we have very small comic conventions in ourselves. Like, we have a thing called the Mini Artist Alley. Yeah. Where all the locals come and get a table. They get no, they get they get a half a table each. Mm -hmm. They get a very small amount, a uh, meter by a meter. Right where we're sitting now. To be like third well, of a table. In, in this area where we are now, so you get it, and we do that for events. So we were just trying to push, you know, the local stuff yeah. and stuff like that. And then there's like what you're saying before the uh, the Comic and Toy Fair. Yep. Yep. Um, which, um, for what it is, goes really really well. Like, yeah. We make more money. As a, as a shop going to that yep. than we would for other things. Like, because the table uh, fee is like $45. Yeah, $45. Yeah. A table. A table. Yeah, but, but the table's huge. You're not paying $400. Yeah. No. And like, as and a... And if we did, we wouldn't go. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I mean, there's been talk amongst uh, comic creators as to whether uh, they're just trying to push out the little man, or whether... Uh, Why would they want to push them out? Because, because like, there's no money in Artist Alley. You no. Know? It's taking up space that they could have someone else come in and uh, pay thousands of dollars to have their product for sale. All they have to do is just limit the amount of room they've got, and that, it's their them. thing, man. They don't have to like keep giving people tables. I don't yeah. know. It's yeah. repop. Yeah. Um, one thing we will just touch on very, very quickly before we get into your uh, comic book review, Dan. Uh, DC, I believe, has started billing the artist before the writer on the front page and in the credits, which I welcome wholeheartedly as a writer. I wonder if Jim Lee had anything to do with that. Sorry? I wonder if Jim Lee had anything to do with that. <laughs> no, but honestly, it makes sense. Uh, I remember at a convention, uh, Scott Alley, who was the then uh, editor-in-chief of Dark Horse, mm -hmm. uh, said to someone in the crowd um, that you have to realise as a writer... The five minutes you may spend on a panel, the artist is going to spend a couple of hours. Mm. Yeah. Like, so Fair that enough. workload balance really needs to come in. And, you know, majority of the time, people think that the whole writer going first was purely Stan Lee in order to build his own cred and, and like, he sort of instigated it. But before Stan Lee, creators weren't actually in the comic at all. Yeah. So, you know, he's, there's good with the bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind. Either way... I, I write and I, I draw my own comics too. Yeah. No, I, I personally think the artist should go first. Yeah, like, I think that's what. If without the artist, it's a novel. Yeah, would so at least be on the same. Um, uh, you know. No, same, I think the, first the same terms, like just get the same amount of credit. Yeah, like the same. Like I think artists deserve more credit than writers, and I'm speaking as a writer because the amount of time and effort that goes into the comic, um, it's a co-creation, it's a collab. Yes, the writer understands story flow and X, Y, Z. true. I mean, if you look at like the most famous children's book in all of Australia, Possum Magic, uh -huh. what do you think about when you think about Possum Magic? The uh, storyline? What, what happened in Possum Magic? I know, got a But I do know what that art looks like. Yeah, that's that's burnt into my head. It's the yeah. only reason as a kid I picked that up. Mm. And, who, and who, wrote, who drew Possum Magic? Who wrote Possum Magic? Mem Fox. Mem Fox. Who drew Fox it? Uh, Some person who's very successful. Yes, yeah. they would be very successful. We don't know their name. Exactly. But, um, and it's that thing, like, that book was shaped, it was made, it was successful mm. because of its art. Yep. Yeah. Not because of um, Grandma Fox with a magic apron or whatever she, I can't even remember what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There was an apron in there, yeah. I'm sure. Drank some banjo juice. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't know. Moonshine? Yeah. <laughs> Got our kids drunk. Yeah. Hey kids, go to your grandparents, drink some moonshine. No, 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 no offence to Mem Fox. Like, no. Lovely lady and stuff, but like... I've never met her. 
Um, but I'm yeah, not a yeah, high I'm roller. I'm the same as yeah. a Dan. as a writer and illustrator. Yep. Um, yeah, I will. I the, the, the drawing part just takes so much time. As and someone who has no artistic talent whatsoever, which is why he writes, the artist should go first. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, Dan, what do you want to talk about? Well, my, my comic. Yeah, your comic. The comic I have today, which has come out this week, actually came out yesterday, is called once again from Image Comics. Ah, oh, big my, surprise. My beautiful um, Image Comics. Um, it is called Shirtless Bear Fighter. Right. And it's pretty. We talked much... about this before. No. No. Maybe we talked about it when you were away. Maybe, maybe it was the one issue or something we had out. Maybe. Anyway, go Anyhow, for it. The whole collection is out. The volume of Shirtless Bear Fighter. And it is basically as awesome as it sounds. It involves a lot of muscly shirtless men fighting bears. Sweet. Uh, to the point of ridiculousness. He, he actually coats his jet in bears. Pelts. Oh, and okay. flies it around. Look, does that show the other bears think he's just a flying bear? Yep. No, no. Um, no, no, don't worry about that, dude. It's just a fire. But there is what makes this book unique. Um, number one, it's awesome. Number two, there is a lot. Not it. It, it more likely it probably is a bit of a misleading name. Shirtless bear. It should be called Naked Bear Fighter because there's a lot. There's a lot of pixelated doodles in this. Um, oh, okay. They're the best kind. Yeah, and um, it's all for some reason the bears are like these. Uh, it's kind of like a battle mangery kind of thing. So right. it's not just. It's not just that he's fighting bears. He's fighting bears that can, you know, walk and have powers right. and, and stuff like that. But, like um, bears actually do. Wow, that's an amazing... There's a panel here of like, the bear plane. The bear plane. The, the furry Quinjet. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, sounds hang, like on, hang on, hang on. You said it should be naked, but he, he is. He's shirtless bear. Yeah. He, he's, he's bear. Also, but, he's a very large, muscular, hairy man. So it's... Bears versus bears. Yeah, but like he, he bears. It's true. Yeah. It's he a pun. Have a beard. Yeah. It's a pun. You didn't really understand the genius of the pun title. Oh, I see. He's a shirtless bear. Yeah, fighter. Right. Even though bears just so happens he's fighting bears as well. Yeah. That's right. Who's the uh, writer and artist of that? Oh, let you read those names. Oh, okay. Thank you. So I'm assuming that the writer is uh, Jody Leop, and the artist is Sebastian Gurner, and Neil Vendrell would be colorist, I'd assume. Perhaps yeah, letters. Well, we'll go with that. And yeah. if you want to pick it up, we have a bunch of copies here. They're $27.18. So if you're in the United States, like a lot of our listeners are, uh, fly on over to Adelaide, yeah. go up and to the hills, go down to the beach, take your 20 minutes, and then pop into uh, Greenlight Comics on your way. And pay more for a comic than you would back home. Yeah, yeah. and air flights. But, you know, just think of the knowledge you'll gain having... Just, you get to meet me. Yeah. Dan's also, assuming big... they have their five American dollars, they get that exchange, that gives them about 100 Australian dollars. Yeah, that's true. You can buy many comics. You can. Yeah, you can probably, yeah, can probably buy my On comics. your way yeah. over, can you please bring me uh, one of the US Super Nintendo minis, please? Because it's the only one I need now. I've got the Fami. I've got the Super. Need yours. Anyway, with that, it's time to play Dan vs. The World in the video game challenge. Bum, 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 bum. That's our theme. Uh, so, Paul... Because uh, you've only ever listened to our first episode and not the other 30 that we've done. I listened to number 30. Oh, well, that's very nice of you. So. <laughs> uh, we, are, we play a little game where I play the first five seconds of a song. Mm -hmm. I have three songs. Uh, you take it in turns asking five questions. At the end of the five questions, you can take a guess. If you get it wrong, Dan will take a guess. If he gets it wrong, it's a tie. If you get it right, you get a point. Uh, you can guess before the five questions is up. But if you get it wrong, the point goes to the other person. Okay. Now, you can ask any question you want, uh, and it's up to me as to whether I want to answer it or not, because I am Lord and uh, 
brilliant man. Are these yes and no questions? Nah. No, it's any question you want. Can I just ask what the title of this is? No, no, everyone does it. Everyone. Every week someone goes, oh, well, maybe I'll just ask what the question of the other is. And they say, hey, you're very funny. No. We really need to find a quicker way to explain how this game works. Well, you know. like tuning in every, every I, week. I think if, be like, if people had listened to the show previously, wink. Um, I don't know why I'm winking. I'm busy, man. <laughs> winking at you and winking at yeah. people who we may have on. That's just blinking. If they're looking now, they're listening to the show. Unless they go, oh, I'm not this segment. Turn off. Yeah. Anyway, let's, let's get go. started. Um, I don't have my pen with me, so if I get a little bit muddled up, it's not my fault. Uh, so, song number one. Let's do this. <laughs> Question number one, Paul. Is this some sort of desert song? <laughs> yes, it takes place in I a desert backdrop. I wanted to double check. Dan. <laughs> what a question was that? <laughs> what? I'm just establishing. you got to remember as well, if, if you ask a question and you get your answer, you're not allowed to guess until your next time around. That's so if fine. you give away too much. Dan will swoop on in. Oh, by the way, the scores are 36 apiece, and this is the second to last show before the grand finale. Yeah. yeah. Alright, so um, I'm going to do my, my textbook question. Yep. What uh, console? Game Boy. What is it on? Game Boy. On the Game Boy. Game Boy. Paul. Um, is this a multiplayer? No. Okay. Game Boy? What, like a well, system like, link? Yeah, like system. Yeah, Dan. Um, what genre of game is it? Platformer! So we've got a platformer set in the desert on the Game Boy, yep. and it's not two-player. Correct. Paul. Question number three. Is the main character cute? I think so. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask a main character question. <laughs> Dan, question number three. What race or whatever sort is the main character. He's a stereotype. <laughs> so is, is he a man? <laughs> he said he's. He's a stereotype. He's a stereotype. Yep, Paul. Question is, four. Is it an un-PC stereotype? Uh, that's the second question. Four. Number four. What... If, if it is a sequel, what number sequel is it? Oh, third. Uh, okay. <laughs> On oh, no, it's not a sequel. Okay. It's part of a series, but it's not a sequel. Right. That's the first one of itself. Yeah. I didn't say that. Never. Dan, question number four. Um, all Game Boys made by Nintendo. No, no. What, what publisher is it? Nintendo. <laughs> 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 Paul, question number five. Uh, Last question, and then we guess next round. Right. Um, yeah. <sighs> we guessing yet? Well, uh, no, next one. Yeah. You're on time, Paul. Oh, it's just so tough. I can't think of a question. All right. Have I? Uh, you can ask him. Does this does this lead up to this level lead up to a boss battle? Uh, there's a mini boss, yeah. Right. Give me a hint. <laughs> Dan McGuinness requests a hint. Dan McGuinness requests a hint. Um, <laughs> uh, we've spoken about this character on this week's show. Well, the latest iteration of this series has been mentioned on this show. All right, All right guessing time. Paul, you get a free, so both free step in the dark. 
If he gets it right, do I still get a guess? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> because the game's over. That doesn't seem fair. No, but you don't tell him if it's right. We both get a guess. <laughs> oh, maybe. But yeah. maybe next year. Right, well, I'm going to go with it's a Mario game. Okay. But I don't know which one. Just, okay. Like, Say one. So you get a free guess anyway, so you might as well. All right, let's go with, like, Super Mario. Uh, I don't don't remember the name of the Game Boy versions. That's it. That's, That's your it. Guess. No, is that your guess? Yeah. I need the full titles. Oh well. So Dan, your guess? I uh, uh, Super Mario Land. Yes. Uh, oh really? Yes. Oh. Super Mario Land. Oh, yes. I knew there was a land out there somewhere, but I thought you were going to say, and the fate of That's Atlantis. Tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Super Mario Land. So Dan, you're on thirty-seven. The world represented by Paul this week is on thirty-six. Paul, you really need to pull your stuff together. I know, I'm sorry, world. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, song number two. It's a game about flies. Was that? Is that? Was is that? it a game? I feel like you're misleading us now. Is it actually a game? That was a joke. <laughs> was that? A, was that? Dialogue then that that sound or was it just a sound effect? Yeah, it was a sound effect. Yeah. Right. Anyway, that. Paul, question number one. Is it a uh, game with an insectoid protagonist? No. Right. <laughs> to double check. No, no, no. Because I wanted to double check it wasn't Buck Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> just in case. If it helps, I have no idea what that game is. Oh, it's. It's not Zool. <laughs> Dan, question number one. Um. <laughs> What console uh, platform is it on? PlayStation 1. PlayStation 1. PlayStation Uno? Uno. O N E. Itchy. Is oh. it a. Uh, what, what, what style, uh, what Ichiban. genre of game is it? It's a racing game. Racing game? Racing on game. PlayStation 1. Your turn, Dan. Um. Can you, since it's a racing game, yep. can you, is it, are you in the vehicle or can you see your vehicle? Uh, I you know believe I mean? both. Yeah, yeah, I believe you can go... What's the main... Oh, uh, third person. So yeah, cool. So you can see your, your, what you're driving. Paul, question number three. Would you say this is a, a comical racing game? No. No? Okay, so seriously. Is it like, um, is it spaceships or is it cars? It's cars. Cars. Question number four. Quick, these questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So we've got PlayStation One, cars, third person. Any questions? That's a race. That's okay. Uh, as a serious racing game. So. Mm. Um, oh my god. This could be any number of racing games. Mm. I'm gonna go with. Uh, were they actual cars that you could drive, or were they just made-up cars? Uh, actual cars. Question yeah, number four? I don't know if we can ask questions like this. Does the title start with R? No, it does not. No, no, it's not that one of many other games. Okay, question number five. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is now. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, are there... Uh, could you get to choose your racer? Like your like person? Oh, uh, I don't know the answer to that one. Sorry. Okay. You get another... You get another Chance. That's the Think of another question. question I had. Um, ask, ask for a clue. Yeah, ooh, I would love a clue. Okay, uh, this was, uh, in doing your research, the highest selling game on PlayStation 1. Ever? Uh, yeah, the number one game. Wow. So, Dan, number five. Is this game. Was it ridiculously techy? 
Yeah. Like for a racing game? Yeah, it was. Yep. All right, Paul, time to guess. Uh, I just gave it away, I think. The only thing I can think of is, is it Gran Turismo? Yes, it is. Yes. Ah. <laughs> I'm just waiting for one day you'll have Ridge Racer. I, I keep on thinking <laughs> I can honestly be, tell you, I'm never going to have Ridge Racer. What about Road Rage? It had the best music and... I was obsessed with it. So at the end of song number two, 37 apiece. Mm. So song I number three. I knew that one, not fair. I gave yeah. it away with, did I give it away with the techiness? No, no, I, I was leaning towards that. Because once you said number one, I was kind of yeah. like, okay. And just very, very quickly, you told me earlier that uh, your father was the first person to have a chipped PlayStation. Yeah. Is that right? He was the first person in Australia to, to chip PlayStation. So I had... If I had games I didn't even want to play. Wow. I had, the, I had the, the Dukes of Hazard game. How did he do it? Like... It, it basically you, you buy these chips like he, he managed to I don't know how he, where he got them from but like they came in the, the like microchip yep. uh, tubes yep and yeah he charged like 90 bucks a piece or something like sweet. that sweet that's yeah, right anyway song yes. number three What genre of game is it? Uh, it's a platformer. On More than meets the eye. On what console? Uh, the NES. Anus. It's on Anus. Uh, okay. Was it a, a... A creepy game? No. No, okay. Well, it depends. Some people might find it a bit creepy. <laughs> so it was a... Is it a platformer? Yep. A platformer on the NES. Yeah, not a lot of platformers on the NES. Yeah, I know. It narrows it down, down to about down. 400. Um, what was the weapon of the main character? It was a cannon. Cannon? A cannon. Okay. Paul, question number three. What were the names of the main villains? There was a few of them. <laughs> I said what were the names <laughs> of the main villains? Uh, you can have one. Okay. But it's going to give it away. Right. So. Dan will be able to guess. He might not. Okay. I punch him in the face quick enough. Mr. Cut. Okay. It's name of one. Dan. Um, I need to know. Which one was that? Is it Mega Man? No. Two? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to do that. I didn't even get the chance to say, think about it. No, there was a pause, a defining pause yeah. there. You said, is it Mega Man? Two? It was Mega Man 2, but you said Mega Man, so oh, the ball no, gets well, out of well, was Mega Man 2? Yes, Paul. Go! So at the end of that, Dan's on 37, <laughs> the world is on 38, gearing us up for our <laughs> big finale next week. Um, I'm going to get a trophy made this week. Get a trophy? So either the world will have their name engraved on there, and I'll stay here at Greenlight Comics laughing at Dan each and every <laughs> day sure. until next year, or Dan will win it. and. I'll probably just burn it in front of his face or something. I'll just keep it in the shop anyway. Mm. Yeah. We've been Hack the Dino, a fortnightly pop culture podcast here in Greenlight Comics. This has been episode 31. There's episode 32 coming out soon. If you'd like to know when, head on over to hackthedino.com or on our Facebook page or on our Instagram or on any of the other things. Um, we're there. Look up Hack the Dino. Don't look up um, Smack the Dino, though, because that's a very different website. Uh, what do you want to push, Dan? Oh, you guys can come down to my shop, Greenlight Comics, 18 Stevens Place, just off Rundle Mall on the side of the Mind Centre. It's kind of like a, an alley where Batman would hang out. Um, 
We specialize in graphic novels. Right. And we specialize Paul? in what you love, which is everything awesome. Are you having a stroke? Kinda. Paul. Comic stroke. Oh, well, uh, you can also come visit me at Infinite Worlds Tattoo and Design. Uh, once you pick out a comic here, you can come down, we'll tattoo it on you. Uh, we specialize in everything you love that is awesome. Comic books, color, all that kind of stuff. Lots of color. Yeah. We're at, uh, in Prospect at number one of 268A Main North Road, Prospect. And you can go down there and say hello to Paul's aunt, Auntie Monitor. She'll be there making cookies. Uh, just don't annoy her though because, uh, bad stuff. Yeah. We've been Hack the Dino. Look us up on the things. Give us a review. That's it. We did it. Goodbye. Mexican wave. Stop that. Stop that. Stop that, both of you. Stop that. You're both very naughty.